Welcome to Little Island Conversations, where we chat with entrepreneurs and changemakers from around Atlantic Canada. I'm Holly Chisholm. And I'm Meg McCauley. Joel Burton grew up in Northern Cape Breton and now resides in Catalonia between Sydney and Lewisburg with his wife and young family. After many years living in Ontario, Joel and his wife decided to move back to Nova Scotia for work and to buy a home and raise their children. Joel now works in sales and content marketing for Victoria Cooperative Fisheries Limited, a nearly 70-year-old seafood company located in Niels Harbour in the area with a focus on harvesting and processing wild sustainable seafood from the cold, pristine waters of the North Atlantic for sales in North America and global markets. In his work, Joel uses empathetic storytelling and conversational interviewing to design online and offline content, drawing on his years of experience in sales and marketing, community engagement, and partnership development across broadcast media and higher education. Joel also holds leadership roles in building and promoting local arts, initiatives with cultural and economic impact in the Atlantic Canada region. Welcome, Joel. Okay, welcome, Joel. Welcome to Little Island Conversations. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. So can you tell us a little bit about what you do? Yeah, sure. So I work in marketing for Victoria Cooperative Fisheries Limited, and they're in Niels Arbor, but we work out of uh, seven ports all north of Smoky. Wow. Yeah, and uh, technically I'm a content marketing manager, which means uh, online, offline, I I create content uh, I'm always involved in uh, producing events, uh, looking toward partnerships, and of course running social media. Fun. And, uh, looking after those pieces. I like how you say technically. Yeah. <laughs> like there might be some other hats that come into play there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My supervisor told me when I was coming on that uh, we're a small team and one job is just not possible. Yeah. <laughs> it's like where like when like you sign like your contract, it's like all other duties as yeah. required. It's like that little thing at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and on that, I try to spot, um, try to listen to, to the team that's been there a lot longer than me. Yeah. Uh, spot opportunities. Yeah, exactly. And, and then try to find ways to, to integrate those pieces, move towards solutions and, and yet satisfy that, that, that daily need for content. Yeah. yeah. I think with content creation too, you really have to be a part of the whole organization. It's sort of content creation as a role, I think has changed marketing because I think sometimes you could have been more like off to the side, but content creation, you're like, okay, like, oh, are you going out on a boat today? Like I'm coming with (laughs) you. Make sure there's room for me. (laughs) It is like that because there's a lot of relationship building um, with, with, with those forces at play and also there has to be an operational side because you need to insert yourself in certain certain situations. Yeah. And and also in terms of, I've been in sales uh, marketing, I also think a lot of the, the work any marketer does is to, you know, pitch internally mm-hmm. right. to show that it's worth worth the effort. Exactly. And, and, the yeah. and the impacts that could come out of it. Yeah. Um, so with being mindful of those impacts, you, you, yeah, you, you do get embedded yeah. in the organization, I think, if you're doing it the right way. Yeah. Right. So why do you live in the region of Atlantic Canada you live in? For sure, yeah. So I'm um, from St. Margaret's uh, Village, okay. uh, um, which is north of Smoky as well. Yeah. Uh, so I grew up around the fisheries there, but uh, had lots of adventures in between. So I came home to Cape Breton um, uh, during COVID. Uh, it was, uh, we were in Ontario for a long time. Okay. And uh, we were uh, expecting a baby. Um, he arrived, and when we could make the trip, we, uh, we, we arrived on the shores here. Cool. <laughs> Uh, some trips um, back and forth, but ultimately, um, I think once we had the taste of living home, it was really on our minds to be here, which it was in the in in the long sort of term plan anyway. Yeah. 
but that really uh, um, sort of instigated that change. Yeah. Um, so we uh, bought a home recently, and I'm in the CBRM now. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. It's a first first time homeowner, so. <laughs> Now that it's spring, there's all kinds of chores to do. And I just have, yeah, to, I just have to figure out how to do them. <laughs> Learning experience. I so. relate very strongly to that. We're coming up to one year on our home. We haven't actually lived there yet because <laughs> uh, we did a full renovation. But all kinds of fun things are popping out of the ground right Quite now. Quite literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I know. There was a deer in the yard last night. Nice. Yeah, and... and Definitely friendly to the whole situation. Yeah. And I'm putting my son in the, in the, in the car seat today, and I literally turn around, and the deer is, like, right beside oh me. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I'm uh, uh, getting used to the area, but we're um, on Manadu Road. Yeah, cool. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, in, in That's a nice area, too. Yeah. Yeah, it is a nice area. Yeah, yeah. so there's uh, um, lots to get familiar with, and uh, but it's only, it hasn't been a long time, so I, I think patience is required to... Yeah, this new dynamic and, and even being home in Cape Breton more generally. Yeah. yeah, that's exciting. Is your partner from Cape Breton? She she she's from uh, Antigonish. Okay, okay. Yeah, um, and close she's, enough. Yeah, yeah. And she's spent <laughs> lots and lots of uh, Antigonish and Cape Breton have so many connections. Yeah. Oh yeah. From the music, the culture. Yeah. Um, Saint Max the Cape yeah. University, which which right. obviously was has a history there. Yeah. Um, but she spent. It's actually during in 2020, the summer of 2020, into 2021, we were mostly situated in St. Margaret Village, where, where I'm from. Yeah. And to come home at this age and to sort of, you know, m- meet old friends, to uh, yeah. um, um, be involved in the community in yeah. a way that's, that it, it has happened, but in terms of like on vacation. Or, yeah. You yeah. know, those beautiful summer beach days. Yeah. And, but, you know, all I saw all the seasons for the first time in a long time, which right. was really special. Yeah. And um, my partner, um, uh, my wife, Michelle, uh, she actually spent a lot of time in the Waterford, almost all her, her okay. summers growing up. So, cool. Yeah, so it's really fun to see her sort of, like I did in 2020, yeah. she's sort of reconnecting to, to parts of her past, and, yeah. cool. and I can really see her heart warmed by that. Oh, uh, that's, that's awesome. awesome. That's really good to see, because I think a lot of people moved home or just moved here through the pandemic, Yeah, and... Not everyone, I think, found the connection they were hoping to. So I'm glad to hear that you guys. Yeah, that's so awesome. Yeah, it's ongoing. Yeah. So what's your favorite thing to do here? Uh, that's a question. <laughs> it's a hard one. Yeah. Uh, everything is, is so new. Um, definitely, like, the connection to nature here for me is quite profound. Yeah. yeah. And I think I've lived in, in, in cities for a long time. I've lived in Ontario for a long time. And while... I always would, would seek out nature to some some degree. Yeah. There's something about here that I find it on your doorstep mm-hmm. in a different way. Right. Um, and Maybe I know, literally with the deer trying to get in yeah, your car. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that, uh, you know, Ontario will be sought after worldwide of, of the, the, the nature that is there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think in, in maybe not having the connections... Um, um, being from a rural place, uh, right. always seeking culture, seeking city life, seeking mm-hmm. uh, yeah. um, um, urban experience. Yeah. Um, I, I don't feel I fully was involved uh, in nature in the same way that I am here. Yeah. Um, so that's really that's really a special thing to me. I can see that becoming increasingly important. Yeah. My little guy's still young, but um, so it's hard to keep him on the trail. <laughs> True enough. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, you know, we did order, you know, hiking boots for both of them. Uh, Cute. For the season. Uh, and, um, 
and and with children generally, you, you sometimes can revisit some interests, right? Uh, that you may yeah. have had to uh, uh, let rest for a minute, and yeah, um, um, you know, grabbing a coffee, reading a newspaper. Sometimes now my daughter is, is five at this point, uh, six in the summer. Um, you know, she'll you know read, draw, yeah, you know, those types of things yeah. with her dad, and that's you know really special, and and, and you sort of dream of those things, and yeah, and, and sometimes they appear, which is which is great. That's really yeah. cool. I think. The thing that that draws me here is how, like you were saying, like nature is such a part of it. And it is part of your everyday life. Like you probably experience living in, in Catalonia. I live on the north side. So like driving into Sydney is like you're driving along the water. You're going yeah. through trees. Like, and it's just, it, you're not on like a seven lane highway. And so like those little bits of your day, I think connect you in ways that you don't realize until you don't have that. Yeah, Absolutely. On the drive into, into Sydney, when when Albert Bridge breaks, the mire is on both sides of the yeah. you know, of the bridge. It's really special, and it's yeah. such a storied part of, of Cape Breton that I didn't experience. Yeah, um, Sydney, the CBRM, obviously where I grew up, um, you know, two and a half, three hours away, yeah. depending on the season. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was a service center, and and I think Sydney, um, as it moves forward, uh, will still play a very important role for other parts of the island. Yeah, uh, and and elsewhere for Nova Scotia more generally, be it. Uh, business yeah yeah um, so all those things are, are a part of it but uh, i didn't have much experience in the area so it, it's special for me to um, see it through new eyes to to be close to the myra and it's true it's, it's not just a you know it's not just a song and a, <laughs> yeah it, it's something that's that's quite real and yeah i see people um, enjoy it so much and it's really special to 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 witness that and, and, and in time uh, you know find our own way yeah oh that's awesome i love that so that's a perfect segue into what makes your community awesome yeah, for sure. So we're fairly new to the area. Yeah. The, the thing I like probably most about where I grew up, the thing I long for wherever I go, and in some ways how I see the world, is that that uh, local people, um, you know, starting things up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, working diligently to, to care for their community. And I, I see that where I am now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so where I am now is obviously so close to to the city, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think maybe I had a misunderstanding that although it's close to the city, it has so much of its uh, own identity. Right. Mm-hmm. Particularly in the infrastructure that, that, that that's in place there. Right. The small businesses yeah. that are so important to the community. Yeah. Uh, and, and particularly the halls. I, I was saying <laughs> the, the thing that's most, that I love most about where I grew up is like, I love a good pancake breakfast. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? A yeah. strawberry social. Yeah. Like yes. That, that is everything. Yeah. And yeah. it really is because it's like multi-generational. It's, yeah. Uh, um, it, it usually happens in downtime. Um, yeah. It, it's, it's uh, so I find them very important. So my heart is warm to see, you know, things like the Catalonia Recreation Center. The, yeah. The Basin Athletic Club. Um, um, the Coastal Discovery Center in Manadou. Lewisburg has so much happening. Yeah. That mm-hmm. uh, it's such a, a, such a rich community and. I'm happy that uh, we're going to be a part of it. And I think at this stage in my life, what we'll lean into is obviously being with our children. Yeah. So yeah. the school is wonderful uh, out there. The, yeah. Uh, Riverside. Yes. Um, uh, has the knowledge path behind the school, which is just spectacular. Yeah. Um, so I think that's where, you know, that's where we're starting already in, in yeah. terms of um, some sports for our, for our little one. And, yeah. And uh, so, so I, I think it, I think the community is awesome. You perfectly summed up why I live on the north side. And I grew up in Sydney, so I didn't move far. 
But there's something special about sort of the outlying communities of the yeah. CBRM where you just have that connection to places like halls and the community like eats you up in a way that I think doesn't happen in Sydney as much anymore. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's really special, you know, and I think it makes it a cool place to be a part and to kind of like show up to. And, it, yeah. and I think, and the future's bright and, and just seeing the, the growth happening in Sydney discuss this as, as we proceed yeah um, I spent a lot of time in the city as well and, and have you know both sides of that is, is special and yeah I can see it being a beacon for people who, who might want to, to to be here yeah, yeah. exactly love that so we know what you do for a living but how would your friends and family describe what you do for a living <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, they, they get a sense of it. They get a sense of it because the social media presence, for instance, for the fisheries wasn't mm. as established. Right. Um, so they, they can spot my words and uh, <laughs> the photographers I hire and, and, and those pieces. So they know they I do that on the daily. Um, I definitely report back, you know, some some wins. Yeah. Um, um, uh, be it, uh, you know, spotting uh, funding resources, um, starting programs. Yeah. So I, th- I think they have, have a sense. I, I spent... A long trip uh, recently with my, with my mom when we had to travel, and uh, um, the the amount of phone calls, the amount of meetings I had to take just on a weekday weekday trip. Uh, I think she was, um, I don't know, amazed or confused. By <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> but but like you said, like good good marketing is about. For me, if it was if it was just technical, yeah, yeah. it wouldn't be of interest to me. Yeah, right. um, I need relationships. Yeah, um, and and not superficially, not not a network. Per yeah. Se. Yeah, uh, um, something deeper than that. Yeah. Uh, so, so I think they have uh, have a uh, have a sense of what I do. Um, an anecdote was uh, my daughter the other day. We were reading uh, a book, and we were she she was intrigued by the idea that there's so many twos, T O T W O T O O. Yeah. So I said to her, I said two is like also T O O. And, and, you know, she thought about that. And I was like, is daddy always teaching you? <laughs> and she has some sense because when I was back in Ontario, I worked at Western University. Okay. To, yeah. To a great degree. Yeah. So she says things like, well, you used to be a teacher. <laughs> and I said, what do I do now? And she said, well, you're still a teacher, but you teach your family. Aww. Right? That's so Oh, cute. my God. <laughs> like, rip your heart out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and she, she, my voice is cracking, but she understands that, you know, I, I do work on my phone. I do yeah. work on my computer. Yeah. But she understands it that, you know, my, my priority is is, is them and, and trying to, like, find a balance in, yeah. that, in in the way we tend to live now, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's funny. Like, it's something I always talk about because, like, my dad works, like, at, like, a power plant. So, mm-hmm. like, he works, like, in industry. So he can, like, leave his yeah. job at the door. But then him and I will be, like, having, like, dinner or talking. I'm like, hold on. I just have to answer this work email. He was like, you can never leave your job. Yeah. He yeah. was like, you're always connected to your job. So it's just funny how, like, your daughter, like, picks up on that. And she's like, you know what I mean? She's like, you're working, but, like, you're also here. And, like, you're yeah. trying to find she's, that balance. Yeah, and, yeah. She, and she, I think she finds it intriguing. Yeah. Because yeah. she does understand other people to work at schools or hospitals. Yeah, yeah. Or, and, yeah. You know, they learn those lessons through their own their own books. Exactly. Right. She knows that her teacher is at work. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so she does get some sense of, of what I do and... She's all, she's been in she's she's she seems intrigued by the, this this idea that um, the teaching aspect and how it can be translated into like family situations. Yeah. So, so it's it's kind of a it, it, it's more than a nice moment. It's really you know what we've been trying to do with her. Right? Yeah. Oh, that. And is she's awesome. only five. Like, I know. That's, that's what I'm mind like, blown over too. Is she's just like gets it at the age of five. Yeah. No, like this 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 uh, 
this made me stop. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, I am doing this right. Yeah. Or, or like, oh, I need to do this more. Yeah. It's so special. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, she just wants to learn. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So, Joel, how long have you been doing what you do? Uh, I, I, it's been two plus years. Yeah. Because it did emerge out of uh, um, thinking about when trade shows were down, yeah. mm. what what could happen yeah. right. in more traditional industries, right? Yeah. That's what I was thinking through. That's what I had on offer. And that's the uh, what I still try to bring to the to the table yeah especially now i think emerging on the on the other side of things if, if we could say that yeah that we're more on the channel we're more on all the time it's a more blended yeah, yeah. um a trade show is going to maybe show a video now and right yeah be more digital and the digital space is going to be trying to foster uh you know things in real life right yeah so 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 that's you know that's what's been happening for the last you know, two plus years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think the softer skills have been on the go for a long, long time. Um, community engagement work, partnership development, curriculum development at, at universities, um, working in, in, in sales and, and, and digital tech, um, now, now marketing uh, before that in, uh, um, uh, you know, lots of, lots of writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lots of jobs related to communication. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it's been ongoing for yeah. for quite some time. But in this particular role, in this particular uh, um, company, Victoria Cooperative Fisheries, uh, it's been it's been two plus years. I was just realizing we didn't plan this, but on Monday we released Gavin's episode, oh, and yeah. he runs Maple Systems, and then we're having you on, so it's a really good segue because yeah. he's in the fishery industry with seafood tracking. Yeah. And I, ha- I haven't listened to the episode. I've listened to others. Yeah. Uh, it's been fun. I look forward to 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 learning what he does more. I've yeah. heard the name, and I know there's been some connections actually at trade shows with yeah. with, with, yeah. with those from our company. So yeah, that's what I was thinking. He talked a lot about trade shows and um, you know how to scale when everything yeah. shut down because it is such a traditional business and it really is a direct sale where you're meeting with people, right? Right. So, what's your best resource for professional development? Also ongoing, and I think there's like. Ebbs and flows to that. Yeah. Um, when I started to think about this this role and coming back home or, or finding a pathway, I, yeah. I, I was uh, interacting quite a bit with Digital Nova Scotia. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it was part to spot the players. Yeah. Yeah. Um, part for, for for you know some skills in and around webinars because it was at that moment things right. were popping up and yeah. it was important to take adva- take advantage. Yeah. Of it. Absolutely. Um, so now I think as projects are ongoing, I think my pro- my professional development is emerging with our vendors or who we've hired to to accomplish bigger things. Yeah. Um, um, so working with other tech companies, and of course, I'm going to show up often at, at, at meetings to to both to to run them at times or to yeah. collaborate in, in terms of, of pulling them off, but also to learn and to absorb uh, um, skills that you know might need to be refined. So yeah. so that's important um, mm-hmm. in terms of online LinkedIn is important for me to keep on trend to, to see what's happening across industries. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, I'm not hugely active, but, but I am, uh, in terms of like the knowledge, like the, yeah. the, the passive reading, like a lurker. Yeah. I'm a LinkedIn lurker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can, learn, you can learn, a, learn a ton, right? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. I give lots of uh, thumbs up for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, I haven't, I'm not, I don't publish on LinkedIn my, myself, but yeah. I've learned a lot there and you know, things like Instagram or, or, uh, you know, websites. I, I love, uh, looking at what restaurants are doing, you yeah. know, what, what, what 
foodie types are doing, you know, the types of projects they're, they're yeah. moving through and, 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 and picking up trends that way. So I think those, those, but most, most definitely now it's like learning from those I'm involved with yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and my own team mm-hmm. uh, as well, learning about uh, the accounting departments and, and, and the processing and, and how all that right. works and how it interacts as a whole. It's, it's, there's lots of learning to do on the ground. Yeah. Joel, is this your first role that's kind of in the like fisheries industry? Like I know you had a communications background, but like as communicators, we can end up in all kinds of industries. So like, is this kind of your first role with fisheries being the focus of your content? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It is. I grew up in and around this fishery. Yeah. So you know it. There was a large uh, gap of time. Uh, I also think our particular fisheries has 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 a wide reach. Yeah, you know we're the largest employer in in Victoria County. Yeah, right. wow. Um, so so it, so it's an economic uh, development. Yeah, um, true enough. You know, as much as it is anything else, it's yeah, uh, its reach is, is so far that I'm interested. I think in a lot of elements of it. Yeah, right. I'm interested in uh, how as a cooperative. Right. The members are also owners. Right. Yes. Right. I, yeah. I, 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 I've been to St. of X. I've been, I've studied at Cody. Um, those, those connections are so deep in us, mm. be it the credit unions, the right. cooperatives, um, um, all that. So I'm interested in that actually fundamentally because in some ways being involved in the university space before yeah. that right. all that is a knowledge movement and yep. economic yep. movement. And, and, and that just interests me at the level of history, at the level of, how these communities um, survive during difficult times. Yeah. Then, by extension, uh, uh, the fisheries is, is so important to this yeah. to this region. Yeah, um, really um, is. ocean more generally. Yeah. So I, I was thinking through, you know, if, if I were to come home or, or when that was, I, I definitely wanted to uh, look at coastal regionalism and, yeah. and, mm. and the fisheries and and ocean tech and to think through uh, uh, research because yeah. it's it's so connected to the university and. I think right. increasingly it's going to have to do more and more of it because the demands on the fisheries, on coastal communities, yeah. on living communities yeah. is, 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 is increasing. So to answer your question, this is the first role in, in, in fisheries generally. Yeah. But I've thought about the industry more widely, right. and yeah. the economic origins of, of that piece. Yeah. And of course, uh, uh, the community that was so so important to me yeah. that, I, that I did come home to literally. Yeah. yeah. And not that it wasn't in the plans. But uh, they were maybe accelerated as, as they were for others. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, fishery. And I think like that cooperative mindset is such a part of our history, especially oh, in Cape Breton. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, it's a really important part of like how we are as a people. Yeah. yeah. And the question is, and how does it evolve now? Yeah, exactly. Right. What would you be doing if you didn't have the job you have now? It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's really tough to know for a couple of reasons. In some ways, I feel like I'm in the place where I should be. Right. Yeah. And it's 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 hard earned in a lot of ways. It's, yeah. it's um, the world has other plans for you at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but in terms of, of some work I do in the region uh, generally, um, I do some work in Newfoundland at a at a um, literary and, and, and music festival. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, also cool. here, uh, being connected to community, being connected to economic development. Yeah. Uh, so important to me that I think I, I feel. You know, I'm in a good place and I feel grateful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Not not to mention a, a personal life that we, we work hard on yeah. every day, every day, every day. Yeah. Um, but in terms of like, if I were to imagine, like I'd like to know more about um, food and cooking. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. There was a moment, I think, where I was like, I think I could go to chef school. Yeah. You know, I, I think I could do this. But I, but it was, 
in some ways because it i think food which the fisheries is, is immensely connected yeah to, right. um, yeah and and in, t- in the content marketing piece i could actually spend my whole time only talking about food yeah, yeah. definitely so True if you, and, and in some ways i do if you look at all kinds of others the way other fisheries present themselves um could be through recipes it could be yeah. through working with influencers yeah it, it could be through um, food events and, and, yeah. and we do yeah. we we do some of that right Fun. so so I, I i'd like to know more about that and in, in, yeah. like in a world where you knew it would work out i think yeah. it would be <laughs> yeah amazing because of the interaction with uh, culture and knowledge and yeah and, and knowledge production and uh, um just the whole the whole thing i find very attractive but i know it's also extremely difficult <laughs> difficult work yeah um I, I also think there could be um maybe Although I don't know in what regard, but maybe, maybe journalism, mm-hmm. um, yeah. maybe in that piece where you're. That's what I thought you were going to say. Yeah. 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 And, 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 and I think, and then I think I could definitely see a, a, a version of that. Yeah. Right. I tend to leave with curiosity and uh, be it investigative, be it uh, a local reporting. Yeah. It, it can really, it's really about that, that story piece that I'm finding maybe in other ways. Yeah. yeah exactly. And I think there's a journalistic approach to what I'm trying to do in terms of like yeah. asking questions. And, and then present. Yeah. Um, um, and, and I think in the food world, the food and wine world, yeah. um, um, the fisheries, there's so many stories to tell that content marketing might be uh, a way of, um, you know, seeing through some of those interests. Yeah, it's kind of in the same thread, I think. Because yeah, you're, sure. you're gathering knowledge and sharing it and stuff like that. So what's a common myth about the industry you're currently working in? I think a common myth in, in the fisheries, and, and I think the team discusses this, I think it's that there's no opportunity. Mm, ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, in some yeah. ways, because mm-hmm. um, I think as we grow up in, in communities and there's difficult times, mm-hmm. there's the ups and downs. Yeah. I think folks can be encouraged to move in all kinds of directions, right? Yeah. And I think we're in a different time. Yeah. Um, we totally I, are. I think we're in a different time. I'm, I'm extremely uh, grateful that this cooperative was in place. Since 1955, yeah, right, nearing 70 years, wow, and through through it all, these seven ports um, supports you know anywhere you know to 125, 150 fish harvesters. Wow, wow. Uh, that's know, incredible. During it's, these seasons, that they yeah. they go to the water, they bring in this product, yeah, right? and 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 the cooperative fisheries is there, which they own to to get it to market. Yeah, right. right? It's 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 an incredible. It, organization in, in, in that sense that supply is um, obviously uh, a natural resource mm-hmm. yeah. and there's constraints mm-hmm. in that regard yeah but we understand the supply we we understand the processing we have distribution by way of our own trucking company and then we actually bring it to market so when we say like ocean to plate or it's not a tagline it's like we can literally yeah. Yeah, I can. I can. I can. I, I literally dropped off seafood with a chef in Halifax recently, or yeah, you know, yeah. and I and I know we can trace. Yes, yeah. by way of the systems in place now, technological yeah. or otherwise, we could probably yeah. trace it without technology because we just know. Yeah, <laughs> true enough. Yeah, you know, you know whose boat it's yeah. coming off. But the market yeah. demands traceability for all exactly. kinds of other reasons right. of, yeah. of, of where it's coming from, uh, and, and that's a great thing for the fisheries. I think uh, moving forward. Yeah. So so it's it's it's, it's special in that regard. Have you found anything has changed in the industry since you started working in it? Like we've had a lot of technological changes in the last two years. and I would say that. Yeah. yeah. I'd say the market 
has been uh, in flux in ways mm-hmm. that are difficult to manage. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it creates anxiety in the fish harvesters and in the buyers and yeah. in the processors and right. uh, in the distributors. And we, in some ways, occupy a lot of those, those yeah. roles. Yeah. Uh, we're not just a buyer. Right. We, we have, there's an interest there that's, yeah. that, that's deep. But everyone also understands that I think these were unprecedented times. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, it would take a very you know detailed thinking to mm-hmm. understand pressures on markets at this yeah, moment. right. It, it's very complex. It's very complex. Yeah. So I think um, those ups and downs have been uh, maybe uh, difficult to manage mm-hmm. on, on a lot of fronts. Yeah. And, and, it, and there's always been ups and downs in the fisheries. Definitely. Uh, um, the rise and follies, you know, and... <laughs> That's just the, that's just the truth of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I also think there's more demand around, like maybe accreditation for um, sustainability. Right. Yeah. Um, um, that's yeah. been ongoing. Uh, more accredited, you know, needing uh, traceability in, in ways yeah. that yeah. that are, are coming on now, and the fisheries is under pressure to find the ways to to meet those demands. Right. And, and quickly, be, I guess. Yeah, quickly. yeah. Yeah, and quickly and uh and, and also looking to the future. So there's more market demands, uh more demands by the consumer and every fishery in some ways has to get their house in order to figure out a way way yeah. forward. Yeah. So so that pressure cooker produces good things ultimately. Yeah. But but change. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. That, that's it just in the in the couple of years. I think I maybe was coming into it understanding some of that right um, by way of because i was thinking about it yes actively yeah right. so i don't know if there's been uh tremendous th- those two years uh i think it's it's the same vein right yeah but but in that sort of demands for digital demands yeah. for tech but two ends yeah that, that are that are market driven yeah right consumer driven. i think it's an exciting time for the industry yeah you know and what's happening and there are so many changes for a variety of reasons, and there always has been. But I think technology is really taking it to like another level right now. Yeah, yes. totally is. Yeah, for sure. What's a challenge your industry's facing? Too nervous to name. <laughs> Challenges. <laughs> there, there, there's a lot, and I think I was starting to, to speak yeah. to yeah. one of them. I think just the two that is across many industries, but are very apparent in yeah. in, in ours is environmental concerns yeah uh, right yeah absolutely so meeting the the challenge of climate change yes yeah right yeah we're just recovering from hurricane fiona yeah we were the only business um, um uh, hit in that regard mm, and it was right. devastating yeah but we are back up and running and it's from the hard diligent work and the attitude of like we're not going to let this go yeah yeah um, supply chain you know post-covid was already in in yeah. such a way that uh, it created difficulties. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a lots of uh, specialized equipment. Yeah. Uh, that was damaged and, and right. lots of loss. Yeah. Um, so 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 that was in and around an environmental concern. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and infrastructure that, you know, maybe uh, um, will be thought otherwise if you were starting from scratch. Right. 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 But we're starting from 1955. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the legacy and the tradition is important. Yes. But everyone's trying to move 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 forward with that in place and not being sort of weighed down yeah, yeah. It, right environmental i think what what industry doesn't have to face those questions yeah, yeah. For, for any number of reasons but it was very apparent for us yeah yeah this last year you know yeah right uh, in september 2022 so so that uh, and also i think workforce yes labor, yes which is, oh, which yeah. is obviously the question for Cape Breton right now. Yeah. Um, an aging workforce. Yeah. With technology comes 
specialized skill sets. Yes. So retraining, mm-hmm. uh, attraction, retention. Our season is, uh, we're looking for ways to like extend the season. Mm. Yeah. Um, but our, some of our harbors, our harbors are going to be shut down in the, in the winters where right. we are. Um, so you're looking at, uh, um, so how, how is it an attractive, uh, yeah. you know, position? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'd say environment, climate change yeah. in, in all number of ways. And I think Nova Scotia is uh, uh, helping lead the way. Yes, you, you definitely. Know, all kinds of, uh, um, you know, waste product and what that might mean. And, yeah. Yeah. and you know, how could lobster shells become uh, something else? Yeah. Uh, uh, and there, there are companies that are, are looking looking toward those, yeah. those solutions and in terms of, of labor force with automation. Um, yeah. But, but we, we want to, you know, you have to retrain, retrain workers. The mm-hmm. workers have to, you know, be, be, be excited for those, those yeah. solutions. Yeah. And, and those are the two challenges that I would identify right, you know, right off the hop. Yeah. yeah. Those are two big ones. So. Yeah. <laughs> Huge. No big deal. Minor, really. What is one thing you would like to see happen in your region? <laughs> This is a tough question because I, I do believe strongly in like focusing on our assets. Yeah. Yeah. It's in part my personality. It's in part what I'm choosing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think like focusing on your assets, you can overcome. Right. You know, yeah. any, 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 any deficits. We have an interesting perspective because perspective we moved here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So not wanting to veer into the negative t- too much. Uh, and I'll answer it in, 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 by the end of this positive way i think is like services yes i think services feel challenging yeah i I also think it feels challenging it can feel challenging no matter what stage you're you're in right yeah a young family yeah yeah wants you know care for their children wants uh even something as simple as uh um you know care for your pets yeah yeah um a vet in town uh yeah tell me about it so these are challenges (laughs) we don't have a family doctor yet right yeah and and there's been lots of uh, times where we we would have like that relationship definitely to be, absolutely to be in place yeah so i think i'd love to see all kinds of services and i know there's all kinds of great people working on mm-hmm. on these solutions yeah and and I, I i believe we can we can get there and i want to be a part of that solution yeah yeah in terms of of of, of looking more on the positive side side of things i my answer is in and around like more of the same like yeah i'm super excited to see to be speaking with with you and to know where this is coming from uh, yeah. and, and, and you know it's it's in some ways you're trying to capture this moment yeah, yeah. Uh, this excitement that's happening across our nonprofits, across our our, our for-profit businesses yeah yeah um, all kinds of uh economic development that's happening yeah i, I particularly want to see like more independent businesses because yes. that's where like yeah excitement and culture so you're looking at on paper books you're looking at port yeah. city yeah. grocery you, you're looking at like child street you know, Charlotte Street's really amazing right yeah. now. Yeah, and 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 only going to get better, right? Yeah, yeah. And and uh, um, and don't bemoan the losses, right? Uh, yeah. Does everyone has to dust themselves off uh, and celebrate the successes, which I see so clearly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, and and I think in terms of the change that needs to happen is by way of like leaning into independent businesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, letting people create things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, encouraging people, and 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 with that, I think we can overcome the deficits we have because yeah, right. of us get there together. Yes, um, definitely. So, I mean, I was thinking um, just recently about like 
the culture piece is always extremely important to me. Yeah. yeah. It's what it is it, more generally it is what makes this place awesome to to, yeah, to right. get back to that first yeah. question. Yeah. And and I want to see more of that and I think the generations that are maybe returning home or or finding a home here, yeah. you know, which we need to encourage is is wonderful and a couple quick examples I was th- thinking of is culturally and and how we can have scale at some level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is look at look at Kate Beaton's book yes yeah ducks right yeah look at what it takes up right it is it is about cape breton yes it, is it, is. About, it really is it is about labor yeah right and and I'm, I'm yet to read it cover to cover but like i'm so fascinated with with what she's achieved obviously yeah and it's a response to and leaning into uh, uh culture and labor yeah and yeah. it's 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 of interest to you know someone like barack obama who has it on his, his best of list like that's yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Like to even get it to that that stage. Like, yeah. Yeah. And and it and it happens because of this this deep connection to culture. Yeah. Right. So independent businesses, curiosity, creativity, uh, leaning into the culture. It, it's it's it'll travel far. Yeah. It'll travel far, and the yeah. impacts will be wide ranging. And, yeah. And then the services, then the deficits will be overcome by way right. of our assets. Yeah. I think that's a great point, and I think. That is a huge reason why we wanted to start the podcast because we just wanted to have a platform to talk about the things we were seeing and talk to the people yeah. because I think it is a disservice to Atlantic Canada in general, although we're especially bad at it in <laughs> this part of the province, that sometimes we don't talk about those successes in the right, right ways. And I think, especially in Cape Breton, we're like, oh, we're rural, we're small. And like Cape Beaton is such a good example because... Yeah. That book has just taken off and it's just from people talking about it. I mean, obviously there's lots of hard work on her part and the marketing yeah. and everything, but just talking about it and championing it and oh. yeah, like even talking about the things that we would like to see change, I think is a really important step in seeing that change. Yeah. There's a direct relation to be made. Yeah. And, yeah. and it takes um, a moment to articulate it, but back to the, to the initial point of what I love most about this place is like... Don't underestimate what yeah. happens in those small halls. Yeah. Exactly. Because Dan and Kate Beaton grew up in yes, those small halls. Exactly. And, yes, exactly. And they're carrying their message literally as far as you can take it. Yes. Yeah. Right? And then it's exciting uh, a local audience and it's exciting a, a national audience and, and, and much further internationally. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then that's an example. And I think those of us who have connections to small halls can also create businesses, yes, can be right. educators, can... Uh, uh, lead institutions yeah. uh, can collaborate widely. And, yeah. um, those are very immediate examples that are obviously in a popular uh, culture. Yeah, format, exactly. But it's it's really exciting to see. And I see those uh, successes in all kinds of ways since I've moved home. Yeah. And and this this podcast is part of the solution. And we have to, to lean in and support, you know, initiatives like this. So Thanks, Joel. Yeah. Wow, thank you. <laughs> no, it's, it's an exciting time yeah. to be home. And... Uh, um, and it's generational. There's a, there was a moment of change. It wasn't easy to get here. No, no exactly. And a lot of people were doing a lot of hard work. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and I really, really am grateful to uh, you know to be here and, and to help and contribute where I can. Exactly. Yeah. Where do you see the entrepreneurship ecosystem in Atlantic Canada in say the next five years? Yeah, I think related to what we were saying, like yeah. Yeah. I want to see it sort of. I think it will be in a number of, of fronts and across a number of industries. Yeah. What I'm excited about is, is uh, leaning into the, the culture, the, the something that's organic here. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I find that uh, 
exciting. Be thinking through uh, the space of, of post-secondary education and how yeah. it can have influence in in these economic these these ecosystems. Yeah, these entrepreneurial ecosystems. Uh, NSCC downtown in the in, in Sydney, uh, Cape Breton University. I think a lot of what will come out of that. It's going to be support. It's going to be resources. It's going to be rooms and equipment mm-hmm. that, that can get people there. And, yeah. and, and, and I think that's partly what will occur. But what really excites me is like, you know, a collision moment, a collaboration. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Like the best stuff I've ever been involved in is like some like-minded people being open to wanting to find a solution or to yeah. Yeah. something that they see might be missing Definitely. or was lost yep. and you'll, you tend to, f- it can be difficult. Yeah. Yep. You can tend to, you find the resources or you're leveraging mm-hmm. when these institutions are in place, yep. but it's really the relationships and, and this sort of like place-based solution thinking that is where I think the Cape Breton entrepreneurial ecosystem will, will, will be. It's, it's what's emerging out of these yep. Uh, not just the institutions themselves, although they play an important role. Yeah, it's it's the relationships and the collaboration and the uh, the spark of partnership yeah. that yeah. has solved our problems and will solve our problems. And yeah, that's where I think it's going to go. That's dead on. Yeah, that you know, is like those collaborative collision moments are. I think that's what's got us to where we are now yeah. in our growth, and we just need to keep that moving. What is the best advice you received in either your personal life or your career? <laughs> you get advice over the years for sure. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I think a lot of mine was modeled. Mm, um, yeah, I, I yeah. I don't have a, a, a lot of. I, I there's a there's definitely a, a, a couple that come to mind. Um, you know, my father-in-law told me one point, uh, which was important. You know, you, sometimes you have to turn the page. Yeah. Um, my uncle often says, uh, you know, you don't worry about the little things and don't worry about the small stuff. He yeah. says, and it's all small stuff. So there, there's definitely yeah. the, there's definitely you know. Things that sort of like uh, help you find your North Star. Yeah. There's there's one for me that I actually found recently um, by listening to 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 a podcast. It was out of Newfoundland, and it it just sort of like resonated with me. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't necessarily advice, but it was presented as a piece of advice. Interesting. Okay. Um, but not to me in particular. Yeah. So the it was from a musician. He's a jazz and classical uh, guitar yeah. guitarist. Okay. His name is uh, Dwayne Andrews. Okay. Okay. And he actually pl- played uh, with Dwayne Cote here, which is uh, you know, cool. One of our, cool. You know, one of our, our fiddlers, our yeah. Fiddlers, uh, at, at a time when they released some music together, he was referring to a percussionist uh, that was in St. John's at the time and worked okay. actually with the Toronto Symphony uh, Orchestra. Wow. And his name was John Wire. Okay. And and he said, uh, uh, in relation to you know how he chose his career path, this is Dwayne Andrews, yeah, um, who I have met but I don't know well, and he said. You just have to follow the music. Oh, oh I, I love, love that. that. And it was yeah. given to him by a more senior musician, uh, yeah. Adam Wire. And I was like, I think that's what I've been doing. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, yeah. It's, it's how does community engagement relate to the content marketing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, relate to, uh, you know, more writing roles that I've, that I've taken up. Yeah. Uh, how is it related to storytelling? How is it related to to culture and economics, which I'm, I'm generally interested in? And, yeah. And that storytelling yeah. piece. Follow the music, and I think it is a, a good piece of advice. Yeah, because uh, it, like it's daring. Yeah, it's bold. Yeah, it's not going to be the advice that you get maybe from someone who wants you know to keep you just safe. Right. Yeah, you know, exactly. Parents often want what's going to 
keep their kids content yeah. and safe. Not yeah. always what's best. Yeah, exactly. Right? But follow the music. It's just and and to them it was literal. Yeah, right? yeah true. exactly. But for me, it's 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 a suiting uh, a suitable metaphor. Yeah. Not that I I intended to to live my life like that, but like it, it it was a light bulb moment in terms of like of all the difficulties I've had, which are plenty. Yeah, you know, professional, personal. Yeah. Uh, in some ways, it's 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 um, you know been a struggle. Uh, I think this follow the music is is as good advice as any. I yeah, really like that. It's kind of one of those things too, where it's like take from that what you want. So yeah. it it's sort of right. like what that means to you is different than me because we probably listen to different music, you know. No, yeah, and um, yeah, it I is. love it's that like finding your own way. <laughs> exactly, but, I love that. You know, but maybe working within tradition, imagining yeah. a future, and yeah, and and I it really kind of hit me. Like a bit of a light bulb moment, yeah. Uh, and 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 sometimes from podcasts, sometimes from the you know the 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 motivational pieces you seek, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, sometimes you get a vibe or a feeling. Um, it's not often you walk away with like a bumper sticker, and I felt like this this follow the music was one for me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. And now we're on Megan's oh. absolute favorite question of the podcast. Like best question <laughs> of the podcast. It's the only one that I was like set on having yeah. in this podcast. What's the best book you've read recently? Well, in terms of uh, teaching my daughter about uh, the varying uh, twos. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> lots of reading happens. Uh, bedtime stories, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm, I've been, I don't think I've been like a huge reader in my mm-hmm. life. Yeah. But books have been I, very important to me. Yeah. yeah. Like a stage where cookbooks, I'd read them, I'd mm-hmm. devour them just like mm-hmm. novels. Okay. Uh, for sure. I do that too. Um, and then um, don't cook. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. I, I I did at times for sure, like, wow. like studying them like that. Uh, but I know what you mean for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of Food Network, not much cooking. I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, and I think I actually I, my my wife and I talk about like how and I think this is really maybe profoundly true. Like we're better versions of ourselves like when we're reading. Mm, when yeah. We're, you know, mm-hmm. in partly right in part right now because we we've, we've moved to a new home and not everything's set up. But yeah. I love when like. There's a few books on the nights I take. Yeah, like it's yeah. Just, it's just better. Like the sleep is better. The, yeah, you're sort of like thinking deeply through all these kinds yes. of ideas, right? Yeah. So, so a couple books I read recently that I think relate to this conversation was um, one by Erin French. Um, right. So her, she has a show I think on the Magnolia Network now with 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 uh, uh, you know Gaines, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chip and Joanna Gaines, mm-hmm. uh, and it's called uh, her book is called Finding Freedom. Okay. Cool. A cook's story, and it's cool. remaking a life from scratch. Oh, that's oh cool. I love that. I love that. I, I did see it on On Paper Books. Okay, oh, cool. Yeah. And it's, yeah. uh, it's a fantastic book that, that tells a story of a woman who was willing to overcome everything to be an entrepreneur in, in the world of food. Wow, that's um, awesome. It, it starts yeah. with beautiful chapter of cooking in her father's diner. Yeah. Uh, then it delves deeply into um, uh, a home life that was challenging in a lot of ways and a life um, that was also challenging mm-hmm. but the yeah. book is a lot about overcoming cool. and uh, and a lot about like tracing out that desire that in your yeah. earlier life gave you direction right yeah. but it, you know life tries to sort of take yeah. it away from yeah. you um, in a similar vein in uh, uh, and around the same time I read Rick Mercer's Talking to Canadians mm-hmm. yes which, which was also completely unrelated because uh, in the sense that Aaron French is like a deep 
uh, a reflective person. Yeah. And, and Rick Mercer, I think, is is a really uh, logical and yeah. really professional yeah. and really tells the story of how he did it. Yeah. But really, he tells the story a lot in a lot of ways of how he did it. Right. Uh, and, and I always find that fascinating because he also traces a story of, of, of challenge of, okay. uh, um, you know, one of the regrets he traces is not having uh, gone through high school. Really? Um, and really was attracted to, to the theater and drama, at, you know, at any cost. Mm. And he traces that to uh, an incident in elementary school where there was drama uh, on display and, right. and how yeah. that really brought him to, to the forefront of, of Canadian comedy. That's so interesting. So these two books for me are about, really about people, uh, um, in some ways, very creative, curious, yeah. uh, leading, uh, following their, their their own music in, mm-hmm. in, a, in a lot of ways, yeah. and uh, and trying to uh, always return to what's important to them and, and 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 find the way forward in that regard. So those those yeah. two books really stood out for me, and I guess it's no surprise because I'm looking for 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 examples for models of of those uh, who are willing to. Think about what's important to them, yeah. what's important to their community, be it serving food, be it, yeah. uh, um, you know, serving comedy in a lot of ways. And yeah. and uh, those are two books I, I'd, I'd recommend. And, and they still gather meaning in, in my life day to day now. I like those that. Those are two good yeah. recs. I love that. So where can listeners find you online? Fisheries. Uh, uh, victoriafish.com yeah which is an older site that we're going to be redeveloping exciting yeah, that's exciting yeah it is it is and it, it, it's uh it was on pause in terms of its development uh in in response to fiona mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and and just sort of prioritizing yeah but that's that's important daily on facebook uh, victoria cooperative fisheries limited at vcfl vcfl seafood mm-hmm. uh, uh, on instagram as well um, probably to find me, mm-hmm. uh, LinkedIn is probably a good place to start. And it's, yeah. where, it's where you started probably as well, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think we met at an event and then like we connected on there and yeah. So I Joel Arberton on LinkedIn. Pester you all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I think you said before this, you, you, you saw me in Sydney right before this recording. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in, in part, like I do, I think that's an important thing to me. Like I'm newer to, to the, yeah. to the area, yeah. but like what I want to do is show up as a participant in, in the life here. and Megan and, and I always joke that your office is Cafe Marie. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure, <laughs> yeah. for sure. And, and if we're looking for you, we know we'll probably find you there one day. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, 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 and uh, I tend to work in coffee shops well. Yeah. Um, I, I, I work at home well at times, too. I think it's just that we're, we're newer to our home. Yeah, and right. Not everything's quite set settled. Like yeah. My son, yeah. My son thinks it's, you know, play zone. Right? Yeah, and yeah, like, exactly. Oh, you have a playroom, but yeah. he doesn't listen to those. Yeah, I think it too. Like, it's just such a good way to connect with people. Like, right. So many collisions happen if you're just in a coffee shop around here. Sometimes it's to your detriment. I think. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, love having coffee at Dr. Luke's, but don't usually work there because you see too many people. Yeah. You know. But yeah, it's just a great way to kind of casually bump into someone, and maybe something cool comes out of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean the, the whole, the whole center, the Elduig Center. Yeah, is, yeah. Uh, I, you know, I've been to a lot of cities. It's it, absolute exemplar of, of yes of what they're what they're trying to achieve for the community in this historic part of, part of sydney yeah yeah and i do want to support that like i said like where, where to find me is i want to really lean into being the parent of young children and yeah. and, and, and yeah. exploring that and i want to lean into i'm not just signing up for things or to take on i do have a full i have a busy life yeah yeah and it's not just about like signing on the dotted line for volunteer yeah. activities yeah right. but i think being an active citizen yeah. Being a participant and showing up yeah. from a farmer's market to a coffee yeah. shop to yeah. uh, supporting independent independent businesses. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
that that's really where you'll find me. Is, yes. is just trying to uh, uh, be new. Yeah. Again. Uh, yeah. And and really um, explore that. Yeah, that's incredible. That's awesome. One final question, Joel. Sure. If you were a potato, what kind of potato Ooh. would you be? The big question. <laughs> this is a good question. Yeah. Um, there's I, we talked about cooking about food a lot. Yep. Here, potatoes mm-hmm. are amazing. Uh, yeah. Best food. Yeah. Right? It's so versatile. I, I think a huge part of our culture in Atlanta, Canada, too, like less so in Nova Scotia, probably than other parts of Atlanta, Canada, but it's up there with seafood yeah. Yeah. in big, terms of export. Big. So uh, when I was reading cookbooks like novels, yeah, there's an amazing chef. His name is Dennis Cotter. Okay. And he's in Cork and he runs a. Uh, Vegetable-based, plant-based restaurant there. Cool. Potatoes cool. are extremely important to him. Yeah. Yep. And there's a book that I just adore. Uh, it's called uh, Wild Garlic Gooseberries. And that sounds Maine, incredible. Right? Yeah. And, it, and it's a little bit less. There's lots of wonderful recipes in it. One yeah. that actually served, uh, served at our wedding. Uh, but he talks sort of at length about potatoes. <laughs> we because, need this book. Yeah, and, I think we yeah. do. An Irish chef would at length talk about potatoes, yes. right? Yeah. And... This is actually maybe more more profound than, than I'm, I'm leading it to be, but he, he says, I'm going mashed potatoes. Okay, okay, okay. okay. All right. And in part, it's because like, it seems old school, Yeah. Yeah. right? It seems kind of like yeah. you, know, you expect it. Yeah. But what he, he tries to do is he tries to elevate, yeah. you know, something that's, that feels... You know, a side dish, yep. but make it an entree. Okay. okay. I can find that. Yeah. So his example is in Italian uh, cooking is risotto. Right. Yep. Which yep. is a rice dish, you know, yeah. served in broth and wine, yeah. Yeah. garlic and onion. Yeah. That, that, and it's a very basic dish, but it's yep. what you do with it. Yeah. And yep. I don't think anyone this day and age hears of risotto and thinks of it as plain or simple. No. No, true. It's like bougie rice. Yeah. Right? Like. right? But but its origins <laughs> yeah. wouldn't be that. No. It's a very, it's about a staple. Yeah. And about, in some ways, like things you can throw into it, like a little yeah. piece of cheese that you might have left over to, to yeah. a little, you know, yeah. a slab of butter to kind yeah. of elevate the taste. Exactly. And he says that we have to start thinking about mashed potatoes as <laughs> the Italians do about risotto. Oh, I can get behind oh, that. Oh, I love that. Right? What, yeah. what we include on it, maybe braised vegetables or, or yeah. something served atop it or, or yeah. Sauce and 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 let's move it from like the side dish to like the entree, right? Yeah. So I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what I can bring to the table, but I think in some ways, like over the years, Cape Breton, we're in a place that you see growth occurring. Yeah. yeah. You see a lot of attention happening. You see a lot of visitors, a lot of people wanting to 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 come here. Yeah. And I think like we, it, it's nice to know. That you know we can be sort of a main attraction. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And and side dish no longer. I think. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Thank you for doing this, and thank you for uh, inviting me to be a part of it. Thanks for making time Thanks and coming so to chat much. with us. This has I, been so much fun. Yeah, yeah. no, it, it has been. And uh, um, since the moment you know we've met, I I, I thought you were onto something, and I'm yeah. glad like there, something like this that you know uh, uh, other participants, other citizens, other community members can to listen to to some of what we're trying to accomplish together. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, Thank you. Thanks. So that is all for Little Island Conversations. We'll chat with all you listeners next week. And don't forget to follow us on socials at Little Island Conversations and let us know who you would like to hear us chat with next. Our conversations are casual, but the ideas are big.